0: If you were just checking in, as of five o'clock this morning, the Hurricane Center. Uh, showed strengthening of the storm. And so we're now at a Category 1 hurricane. And the forecast from the hurricane center is that this thing is going to go uh, Category 3, major Category 3 storm before landfall. And hurricane hunters uh, making their swipes through the center of the storm are finding Adelia, continuing to strengthen in the Gulf of Mexico. Not much has changed in terms of the local impacts expected. Big wind event for the Northeast Florida area and the likelihood of power outages, the length of power outages, and the extent of power outages to be determined based on, uh, obviously, the storm factors that we feel throughout the day tomorrow. As live team coverage continues, WOKV's Blair Miller is following developments from Washington and how the government is preparing to step up and help out Blair. And we understand that the president has been in contact with the governor's office or even Governor DeSantis in the last 24 hours.
1: Exactly. There's been a lot of movement on this. So they spoke yesterday morning and the president assured the governor that the federal government would fully support the state in preparation for the storm and the aftermath. Yesterday, the president approved an emergency declaration for Florida as the storm approaches and strengthens. FEMA's National Response Coordination Center has also now been fully activated to immediately support any requests for federal assistance. FEMA has already sent two incident management assistance teams to the state's Emergency Operations Center in Tallahassee, and then an additional team was sent to Atlanta. They'll be on standby to help with any of the areas that may be affected right away. Also, urban search and rescue teams have been activated from across the country. FEMA says it's closely coordinating Georgia and South Carolina and stands ready to provide support as needed from them as well. Also, the White House and FEMA urged anyone in the path of the storm to really take steps now to prepare. I know you guys have been hearing this warnings.
0: Yeah, and, you know, when we think about the money that might uh, need to be brought to bear following the storm, this note came up uh, from our former colleague, Jamie Dupree, uh, that uh, the president is asking Congress just this week to approve $12 billion to help refill FEMA's disaster relief fund. FEMA was forecast to be out of emergency money by now, even before Idalia and the wildfires in Hawaii, whatever storm this uh, happens to be. So I know Congress is out, but are they going to tackle that immediately upon their return?
1: Yeah, and this is something they we started hearing rumblings of before they went on the recess. They were holding some hearings on this, talking with FEMA officials and talking with administration officials about you know what needs to happen really to replenish this fund. And so that's why you saw some of the activity by the white house on this but you know the senators house members have really been urging um that they need to come up with a long-term plan on this because it you know we've seen the situations with wildfires we've seen the situations with storms um in the aftermath it, it, some significant storms this year really has stretched FEMA already and here we are now talking about some of the hurricanes out there, and certainly there are concerns about that, and that's what lawmakers are saying. We really need a long-term plan. We can't just have a Band-Aid just any time that these um, natural disasters are happening.
0: Well, we've heard stories, uh, countless stories from the state of Florida and even here at home in St. John's County of people who are still going through the process uh, of FEMA and the full disaster recovery a year almost at a day since uh, Ian last year, and we continue to see that lengthy process. So deploying the assets super fast on the front end, it's sure. the back end of the funding that becomes laborious over time.
1: Yeah, and the SBA, the Small Business Administration, has said the same thing. You know, They're saying you know, it's one thing to help people instantly, and I remember being down there last year when FEMA was trying to get some resources out quickly, but the reality is the long-term help, that is a struggle for many folks, many businesses, try to bounce back and here we are a year later, some of these people impacted a year ago are saying, look, I'm still waiting for help from then, and and that's been another rub here from lawmakers that are saying the process just takes too long, and I think one FEMA official was saying in some cases they've had people waiting two years to get the help that they mm-hmm. need, and, and some lawmakers are saying that's just unacceptable.
0: There are am, Typically, we have you in every morning on Jacksonville's Morning News at 940, Blair, to talk about the campaign You Decide 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are optics that are involved in this kind of thing politically, whether you're in a campaign sure season or not. Usually the politicians will put on the uh, the jacket or the polo shirt and look all, you know, I'm I'm in the midst of it with everyone. It's just the optics of it. The optics of a governor who is also running for president is certainly fascinating to see. And this entirety has pulled the governor off the campaign trail.
1: Yeah, he's canceled his campaign events this week so he can head back home to get ready for the storm. He was supposed to be in South Carolina on Monday, but he left and his wife stayed to attend some of the events there. But he was asked about this at a news conference Sunday, whether he would be in Florida this week. And he responded saying, I'm here. I'm here. We're locked in on this. We're going to get the job done. This is important so people can rest assured. That's what he said. So the White House also said that President Biden DeSantis would be talking over the next few days. Yes, they spoke yesterday, but they'll be talking more as needed. So certainly a lot of optics on this, and and it can impact what happens on the campaign trail after the storm passes, and and what kind of resources really for both sides of this? You know, from a federal government response for looking at it, from President Biden, but also Governor Santos and what happens at the local level.
0: I mean, if they can put down the swords for a day, then you and I can put down the Michigan and Ohio State uh, state swords this fall, can't we?
1: I don't, I don't, I don't think we're on the same page with that, Rich. I'm sorry, my friend. <laughs> oh, you're feeling sore nice after try. the last nice two years, try. huh? Nice yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, Blair. We'll be in close contact with you. If you hear anything more about, um, it, you know, a visit from uh, the White House or any other communication coming yeah. from FEMA, stay in close contact with us. All right. You got it. All right, man. Double the OKVs, Blair Miller himself, an Ohio State guy, and uh, yeah, we have that little uh, match every year around this time. It's nine forty-eight on the uh, Tuesday edition of Jacksonville's Morning News.